He slept in his parents' bedroom until he was 13. He wet the bed until he was 14. He doesn't know how to ride a bike. Apparently, he has friends. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. I'm Evan Wexel, and this is a podcast where I interview a different Facebook friend every episode. We are at Awkward with Evan on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, awkwardwithevan.com for all the old episodes. And of course, uh, there is iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, all the places you can give me lovely five-star reviews that will make me your best friend and increase the reach of this podcast. Uh, Every... Facebook friend I have has their own unique story and uh, it's kind of interesting as now we're kind of going through this post-election mail-in voting count verification certification seeing what is or isn't constitutional and uh, I had this episode I spoke to Michelle Walker uh, about two months ago and I never – got this episode up and, and I wanted to now. Um, she works for a – I guess I'd call it a, a constitutional rights uh, activist-like organization called Lawful America and I discovered her on social media and I did friend her and uh, I just was pretty uh, intrigued by all the, the true lawful information she was bringing to me and bringing to people everywhere and she's all about – you know getting people educated and empowered. And uh, she is going through some crazy things in her life that you're going to hear about. I I think she hasn't seen her family in like almost two years. Um, She's like in semi-witness protection or some kind of seclusion right now in Arkansas. And uh, there's been attempts on her life. So (laughs) every Facebook friend has a story and uh, highly recommend you check out hers. This is uh, my talk with Michelle Walker. Okay, it's socially awkward with Evan Wexel. I admit I added this friend myself because I she's fighting for a lot of good things these days. Um, I'll just jump in. Her name Michelle Walker. Thanks for calling in from Arkansas. You're welcome. You're welcome. I, I'm a it's little a wonderful je- state of Arkansas. I'm, I'm jealous because actually Arkansas is one of two states I've yet to perform in as a comedian. So it's it's you and Mrs. Well, we're gonna have to change that. I know. Well, I, I, w- I had a book to show there in University of Ozarks, but uh, my family had a European vacation coming up and I was like, I don't know what to do. Okay, we'll go to... I, I would advise you to always pick the European vacation. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Over Arkansas. So the way I, I knew of you, I think was I had a, a Facebook friend who luckily she accepted my request. I think you're friendly with uh, Sandra... RN, the the nurse from California. With the vac? Yes. She has a March with Lawful America on vaccines. She's been a, a fierce fighter for vaccines. Right. So what I was interested in is like she shared with me what your group, Lawful America, does. Could Can you go into what that group does and what, what its immediate goals are? So I'm... Um, I'm the president of Lawful America, and we started this organization. And um, I started kind of my 
career, my steps in finding out what the government does to all of us, when I started um, opening a clinic for veterans mm-hmm. and that's suffering for PTSD and suicide. Right. And and then I, you know, you know how our government treats our veterans. It's, it's horrible. And just the lies, like when they tell you 22 veterans a day commit suicide, that is not true. It's actually around 109. And that number 22 comes only from 20 states. Okay. And so I was fighting that, making sure that our military was well taken care of. And in that process, I had veterans and that were suicidal and telling me that our military bases were trafficking children off the military bases. Wow. And for me to find out, I'm, one, I'm a fixer. And so I was like, well, I have to stop this. I have to figure a way to uh, make sure this is not happening. So my veterans are not committing suicide. This is a way that we can fix this, this, and this, the domino effect. So I went in and I started researching and working with families that Child Protective Services had stepped in and taken their children. And um, I don't know if you're aware that, you know, 88% of our children that are have been trafficked have at one time been in CPS foster care. Right. And and Child Protective Services is not a a, a public charter; it's a private charter. Right. There's a lot of people, what we see going on in our government right now, a lot of things that we are dealing with are private charters. It's not, it's a corporation, which we're dealing with the United States corporation overall. And most people don't even realize that. They think that we're dealing with um, what our constitution states, and we're not. And yeah. we're, they've rewritten the constitution. They've changed it. Um, you know, they took the lawyers out. And that couldn't serve, and of course we know why they did that. And the lawyers and the bankers are controlling everything right now. Yeah. So, um, in my work in um, with the child trafficking, mm-hmm. I you um, said I tell my life a little bit about Arkansas. Um, so I stopped worked on helping stopping a constitutional amendment in my state a couple of years ago, and during that process. Um, being on the road for eight months, and I know you know this, being on the road, how people start telling you their stories. Yeah. And and so when people are telling you their stories, you, um, I'm sure they've touched your heart. You've probably heard stories that broke your heart, and you wanted to do something. And that's where I came in. And so it was gathering intel. Family is telling me things. Started gathering intel, just putting my my files together and um, realized that we had a serious issue within our government mm-hmm. and for child trafficking, among other things. Mm-hmm. And when I took that fight on, um, that's kind of when my world changed. And so um, this is the part that you don't know about me because when you said, tell me about your life in Arkansas, I kind of laughed. <laughs> and so um, <laughs> and when I started taking the fight, and um, I have a case here that her children were trafficked out by a judge. That case went all the way to the Supreme Court, pro se. And um, the judge of her um, that handled her case, and his wife was a senator, Senator Collins, um, and she was killed in our state. Mm-hmm. And so we had um, a lot of things that we were working on trying to stop 
and um, the government is to me the the provider, the pimp of child trafficking. Okay. And there's too much money funneled through the Amber Alert and to what goes on in Haiti and with the Clinton Foundation and just so many ties. And as I was working in this, um, trying to find answers, we went to the FBI. We went to the Department of Homeland Security, Department of Justice, and, and they don't help you. They will not help you. I have recordings with the FBI, and it's unreal. And so I said, okay, we are not going to get answers here. We're not going to get help. I've got to rise up the people. We have to rise up the people. And if we can make the people understand the fourth branch, the fourth branch is we the people. We are the ones in charge. Right. So we have been taught in school and television, the media, all these things that they are in charge. Mm-hmm. And they are rolling. And so I were to put something in place to empower the people. Mm-hmm. And Lawful America was um, a part of that. In this process of me standing up, um, I had turned in some intel that um, there was a military base. The Florida port and all that had not been, um, it was not, Secured correctly by under presidential um, President Clinton. Yeah, and and that intel and that information was where I was reporting children being trafficked through cargo containers, and I might actually watch that for six months to very detailed reports of what I was seeing and finding, and um, that intel is one of the parts that led to Epstein's arrest. Whoa! Now. At the same time, yeah, at the same time, I'm, I'm fighting and exposing judges and politicians who are part of this um, horrible crimes against our children. And I'm just going to always say, if you won't fight for a child, who are you going to fight for? From the point of vaccines mm-hmm. to um, we have kindergartners wearing masks at schools and Social media, you know, has um, helped them with this um, onslaught of taking your liberties, your freedoms away with the COVID-19 hoax, the mask, all these things. Right. And so, um, but with all this work, before all that happened, um, there were six attempts on my life um, in the state of Arkansas of last year between March um, 28th. So June the 14th and, um, and they were serious attempts. And so I got the call one day and, and had about 10 minutes to prepare to leave. Yeah. And so I've been off the grid, um, in our, um, you know, because of my wonderful state and some people just not wanting the truth to be told and other people being very upset with my work. And so I've not seen my family. And my friend, and since June of last year, I've continued to work very hard. So, are you essentially like you're kind of like in witness protection, but it's like unofficial. You're kind of you're off the grid, but you're still unofficial. Have um, I've had you know satellite security things like that. Um, okay. Have um, things in place, and so um, I'm definitely secured in my location. Yeah. And um, I'm continuing to do my work. 
I'm, I'm not going to stop doing my work. It's right. uh, to me a life mission. And again, I just believe that we have society right now that um, Lawful America right now with the work of bringing all the people together. We're putting state assemblies together in every state to wow. set up a de jure government instead of a de facto government. Right. And doing that is a way that the people have a voice, the people can hold their government accountable. Right. And right now, we, you know, our nation needs CPR. And I believe that what we can do is through education, through knowledge, um, to understand really what the, the color of law is mm-hmm. and what the Constitution really means. And for you not to be afraid, they yeah. have controlled us by fear. And so what I learned when we saw the Constitutional Amendment in the state of Arkansas, that as we educated the people, they were willing to stand up, speak out, and do something. And so that has been what Lawful America um, started. We came in on the VAX, um, and we wrote a suit that's been filed in the Library of Congress. And in that process, um, you get a lot of infiltrators. Mm -hmm. You know, um, when you're doing this kind of work, um, infiltration and psyops is (laughs) unreal. Yeah. You can think that you have your best friend standing next to you, and you'll find out that's not your best friend, that they're actually controlled by deep state cabal. They have their own agendas. Wow. And I've done all this work for free. Um, I've helped families. I've gotten um, Sandra that you spoke of. She was in jail, and I got her out of jail in like 20 minutes. Wow. That phone call is on our YouTube, Lawful America. We've had families. Let me watch that. Um, yep. So um, we've had families in, you know, in hospitals and threatening vaccines on them. And I make the call and it ends. Wow. And we've been able to stop foreclosures and trust cells. And it's just with the phone call for me, making a simple phone call, just stating that if you do this, you're in violation of 18 USC 241-242, the color law. And and if you do that, then you can be held in your official and private capacity. And that is what we have to do. We have to start holding our government officials in their official and private capacity. Once they go against that oath, they have committed, um, and the, against the Constitution, they have committed treason against the people. Sure. But as well as that they cannot use the state attorneys, the government attorneys, the government funds, they are supposed to be using their own money. And when you start going after their bonds and you file a claim on that, then you can shut it down. They, if they don't have the bond, the insurance, they're not supposed to be practicing. Yeah. Now, what we have found in this is there are a lot of your officials who are holding in place and they do not have a bond. And, again, it's committing treason against the American people. And, you know, we've, we're in a crisis and um, I do believe it's spiritual. I believe that there are a lot of things that we're looking at. And if you will not take a stand right now, you're, you're never going to take a stand. Yeah. I've never seen in history where our world shut down and everybody just went into their rooms, like the government gave you a timeout with no explanation. Yeah. You just went to your rooms and said, okay, well, the government said there's something here to hurt me. And 
they are the ones that are to hurt you. <laughs> and we saw small businesses shut down, but we didn't see Walmart. We didn't see anything else shut down. And um, so we've had to, Lawful America has had to do the same thing that you're doing. We were working on the VAC suit, and um, we had some, you know, at that time I did not know, probably PSYOP infiltration trying to move me a different direction. Mm-hmm. That never lasts very long with me. And, um, and so we were in the process of setting the state assemblies, and during that time um, the world shut down. Yeah. And when that happened, Lawful America had to make some changes and go, okay, what can we do right now with the tools that we have? And we have um, built a platform, and Evan with them, that's going to be an educational platform from okay. health to um, law to knowledge of nutrients, everything that you would need. We've um, partnered up with some doctors, and um, I'm very excited to make that announcement in the next couple of weeks. But there will be a huge platform for education, and um, our work will be there you know, to help people if I'm not here. And um, But our first domino for me is um, to fall is restoring the power to the government back to the people. We have to do that. And the VAX was the first domino, and it's going to be the domino again. Our team is about to take that on again because we know what's coming with the COVID-19. Right. And we um, we took someone in the CDC meeting last year with a wire, and CDC was talking about removing the um, religious exemptions that had to be done this year. That was their demand, mm-hmm. as well as... Um, they were demanding um, for adults to have the vaccines. Mm-hmm. And so we knew last year we were having a problem and we have to make people understand that we, the people, you know, we're the ones that are the lawful um, authority here over everything. We just have to step back in place and, you know, be we, the people again, the fourth branch. Yeah. And unfortunately, um, a lot of people are still scared of their government, and I hope with all the work that we do and as we educate and we set these state assemblies where people know they have the support, mm-hmm. that we will be able to um, maintain our freedom. And our goal for Lawful America is the beauty that we've been able to do that other people had not done is we've actually brought all the tribal people back together. Oh, cool. And so we're working with the tribes and the Iroquois, which the constitution, a lot of it comes from the Iroquois constitution. Mm-hmm. We have the Iroquois, the Cherokee Nation, um, the Moors, the Iroquois um, is doing a lot of work for us. And just a lot of people have came in to help us and we're all coming together and it is time for us to heal our land. We have had so much bloodshed so much hurt. We see that right now mm-hmm. with the racism. And when it really comes down to it, it's not about color, anything else. We all want the same things. We all want to be safe in our homes. We all want freedom. We all want love. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to be protected. And if we could all just realize that is what we really want, I believe that we would see things change. Yeah. But instead... We turn the TV on, we watch social media, and we're being told over and over, this is how you need to think, 
this is what you need to do. And what I'm trying to do with Lawful America, with the education of how this system got broke down, how they took over your education department, um, departments, how they took over your constitution, the law. They made you think this. They made you think that. And it's all false. It's an illusion. Yeah. And if Lawful America can help bring that illusion down, and I can teach you to think for yourself again, then that is when I believe that I've empowered you, and that's what I came to do. I will risk my life every single day. And I'm not seeing my children in um, over a year. I missed my son's senior year. Wow. I have not. I have sacrificed for this fight, but I've also have watched them bring children that were caged for my work. Um, a lot of good things have happened, and so it's worth for me. It's worth the risk. I miss my family and my friends dearly, but. There has to be a point in life where we come and we, we decide, Evan, what are we going to do for humanity? Yeah. What are we going to do? Because we have right now an issue where everyone is depending on someone else to do the job. Right. Each one of us came with very amazing gifts, and we need to apply them. We need to use them. And every one of us knows about love. Every one of us. Mm -hmm. And we have to start applying that. And we have to stand together, we the people, and take our authority back and and become um, the example. It is our job to protect for the seven generations down, like the tribes did. I love reading the tribal and treaties they had because they weren't just thinking about themselves. I would say they were never really thinking about themselves. Yeah. They were always worried about protecting seven generations. And that is what Lawful America is doing. Yeah. We are bringing the people together, the tribes together, the state assemblies together. And um, if we get a phone call and someone needs help, I do everything in my power that I can to help. And with the teams that I have, I have some amazing people that help me with Lawful America. And we are working to restore humanity. We are working to restore all that your guarantees that you have. And we have to stop asking permission. We've been asking permission to, can I do this with my children? Can I go eat at a restaurant? Can I drive my car? Can I do this and that? Can I travel? Is that a free world? Is that what you're willing not to fight for? I'm absolutely willing to fight for I do not want my children to have to live in a world that is like this. Yeah. And none of you should either. Yeah. So, so you basically, if someone feels like, in a, even on a small scale, where you, you're walking outside without a mask, cop comes up to you, writes you a citation, but it's not a law, you know, it could be something like that, or it could be the kind of thing where we see in Australia where cop realizes a pregnant woman posting something on social media about protesting the Aussie rules and that person's taken away to prison, you know, that's a situation. That's where you start holding them on the oath of office. You yeah. go after that individual in their official and private capacity. People need to understand that mandate is not law. Yeah. So 
people are, you're obeying a mandate. A mandate is not law. And city ordinances are not law. As well as you need to understand that those ordinances and statutes are for government workers. Are you getting a check from the government? Well, some of you did. Some of you took the 1200 to buy you off. <laughs> well, they make billions of dollars off of you. So I guess some of you did take, um, you know, what was your freedom? Yeah. Me personally, no. Yeah. There's no prize. Yeah. Wow. Um, you know, but the mandate is not law. Now, if I play by your rules, Evan, if I just, because I like to play um, devil's advocate, sure. you know, with um, politicians, sure. judges, and government officials, they think they rule the world, so I have no problem playing devil's advocate with them. I can beat them on laws that they don't understand, and I can beat them on their own system. So on their own system, it clearly states that a mandate cannot be enforced if it makes a profit for the government. Vaccines, your, your vaccines, the patents and the trademarks and the bond, all these things, your government is making money. Therefore, it cannot be a law. Yeah. If I go by their own rules. And again, remember, mandate is not law. So if I have a mandate because I'm not wearing a mask and the mask is a ritual mm-hmm. and, you know, that's why you, they have you wearing the mask. You're obeying your new master. What it, a lot of people do not understand is about two months ago that the French prime minister was um, put as the king or the order for the new world order. Mm-hmm. So they have um, put someone in place for this, and it was the French Prime Minister that the Pope put in place for that. Right. So if you go back in history, and you look, um, slaves wore masks. You are wearing a mask. Right. Um, it is a ritual six feet, as well as if you look at the six feet is the vibration from um, heart, love. The vibration of you is right at six feet. So obviously, if I had great energy, if you feel love and peace for me, they put you six feet away from me, you're not going to feel that. So you have to understand the science of their thinking. And, you know, people really should go read about Tesla. They would understand a lot of what the government is doing to you, as well as um, the... A mask on a child. Just think about this. Yeah. If your child is taken and they're all wearing masks, how hard is it going to be to find your child? Mm-hmm. Within 24 hours, the time of finding a child really goes down a lot. Yeah. And, and so you have all these children wearing masks. And, you know, it's, you know, Evan, I kind of jokingly say this and then somewhat I'm not joking about this. I, I want to say sometimes, take off your mask, please, because I'm worn down for fighting for your freedom. And <laughs> it seems like every time I get somewhere, I'm looking around going, what is going on here? Yes. Like, there's so many of us who are working so hard to stop the train wreck that we see coming. Last year, I saw government documents talking about you dropping your child off at school and you coming in back to pick up your child and your children were not there. 
The buses they talked about in this government document had a number painted at the top of the bus, on the top, black numbers. We actually obtained pictures of some of these buses. Yeah. Now, when I read that a year ago, I said, now how could that happen? How could this possibly happen? And then, what have we seen this week? CDC saying that they put out statements. Schools have put statements out. You need to see medicine to medicine, an outfit for overnight. When did our school become the authority to keep your child overnight? And what are all you going to do? Because you haven't stood up from the time they told you to go in the house, from the time they told you to take a vaccine, for the time they told you they're poisoning your air, your food, you did nothing. What are all of you going to do when you go to pick up your child from school and they're not there? Yeah. What are you going to do? And that's the urgency. That is what lawful America is trying to stop. We are trying to educate the power of the people. We need you to understand what we're up against. And this is not, unfortunately, this is not conspiracy theory. I have been preaching this for years. Documents that I've seen, documents that I have, teams that i worked, I've had people in my team killed for this fight. And unfortunately, that is what we are up against. When we speak truth, they come after us. Right. And what we need is for you, the people, to rise up. Rise up. Like you, fear is the only way they're controlling us. And we do not have to be afraid when we all come together and we put everything aside, all our differences aside, and we work together for the good of the people and for the voiceless. Our children are not at the age where they are being heard like they should be. Yeah. And right now, more than ever, you're sending your kids to school with masks on. They're not being heard at all. And, you know, I just refuse, absolutely refuse to go down without a fight. And um, I, you know, when I started this, my mother said to me a couple of years ago, I don't know what you're doing. You won't be able to change the world. Like, you think you can stop this? And I said, I do. Yeah. I said, because at one time, when you gained your independence, it was only 10% fighting for it. And at some point, there was only 3% fighting for your independence. Mm -hmm. And I said, so absolutely, I do believe it. And I do believe that God will bring me my army. Yeah. Um, You're building one. And, and I do see it every day. Every day that I'm just like, oh, um, it, it's hard at times, you know, it, this is not a, an easy road, but when I see from a phone call that a baby got to go home and it wasn't vaccinated or um, an Iroquois tribal person gets to keep his house, and from me making a phone call telling that sheriff department, you don't have jurisdiction, we pulled the mailbox, the address off the house. You no longer have jurisdiction of that property. Here's your notice. You come to that property, I'm going to own your house. Hmm. They did not. They let, they quit. Which hmm. a lot of people don't know that that's how they have jurisdiction of your property. It's your mailbox and your addresses. Yeah. 
Wow. Uh, so we have to stop giving in. And it can be just little things. You don't have to do at the level that I have done where um, I'm fighting on a lot of levels. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm not with my children or anything. doesn't mean you have to do that. But if we all came together, people like me, we wouldn't have to be hiding and protected with security for your freedom. Yeah. Yeah, I I know of uh, yeah, there's something analogous to that. That there's going to be a movie made about it, and yeah, those stories are legitimate. I've heard from from the person working on this certain project that yeah. Uh, so is there's no timeline then on like you, can you like follow your family from afar? Can you like check in on? You can't really check in on them, like call in on them, but so um. A lot of times my phone is tapped, um, or they just like, a couple of weeks ago they took over the deep state took over my phone. Yeah. And so I got like 700 texts in two hours, and they just take over the phone, and um, they'll delete information, and so um, it's a constant battle. And then um, you know, as I told you, I had infiltration to um, the point of where we had some people that I thought was good and found out some things that I was just not going to align with a lawful America. Yeah. And um, I do not solicit donations for people to do things that I don't, I'm not aware of. And yeah. um, we did have some issues going on. We still have an active investigation actually with that because I am that aligning with the light. I will not align with the dark at all. Yeah. And um, so just to kind of give you an idea of how this works on this end when you're standing for the truth is that we were working to prosecute some people and, um, and had an investigation. My vice president was the one who was prosecuting, helping me with putting all the information together on this investigation, and my vice president disappears. I've not spoken to my vice president since July the 20th. I've had the police look for him. Um, I have an active investigation trying to find my vice president. So when I have things like that happening, I am very careful about reaching out to my family and anyone because I'm just not going to put them in harm's way. And what I pray for is that when this is over, yeah. that um, that's the one thing I ask. When, you know, when my intel leads to people getting promotions to generals, my, my only plead with you is that when this is over, someone doesn't tell my children. Yeah. Your mom didn't just believe. Your mom really loved you. And mom does love them. Yep. This is my mom left because she knew that she could make a difference here, and she did make that difference here. Um, and so I just hope that my family understands the sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Um, when you love your children and you love your friends and your family and you love the world, and yep. um, it's not necessarily a sacrifice to me. Um, I just believe that this is why I was here put on earth is to be the light and 
and to run towards the fire. And a lot of people don't do that. And so if I can run towards the fire and I can hold a line for all of you yeah. and I can stop a few things where you can gain ground here and there and I can empower you with the knowledge to be mm-hmm. free, the mm-hmm. knowledge to know how to handle um, when they knock on your door, when they want to take your children, when they want to force vaccines. If I can teach you that, then to me, I, I've made my mark on this world. And I hope that with all my work that that's what I can leave, that everyone will understand that I did all this out of love. And um, it's a duty to all of us to make sure that our children, our grandchildren, and seven generations down are protected and they're not wearing an, a bubble around them and they don't have any social contact and they continue to be sheep. The government calls you chattel property. You actually have more rights under agriculture law. Did you know that? <laughs> no. You, you really do. I've, I've considered writing a suit with that in mind. And, but I just hate to call all this chattel property, you know. But I actually can fight for you right now with everything going from the mass and everything that's happening with mm-hmm. your food, I would have more grounds to fight through um, agriculture law and rights that you are protected by because the own government calls you chattel property. Yeah. Man, well, there's a lot to take in. Um, uh, I definitely hope you... I, I should have warned you. Yeah. Coming to me, what to me is not... Um, my friends, all, my 9-11 people used to say to me, when you... Talk to Michelle and you ask her for a glass of water. She's going to give you a glass of water, but it's going to be with a fire hydrant hose. So. <laughs> well, no, I had, I had someone, I had a Facebook friend on uh, several episodes ago and she, she kind of broke out a lot of stuff like this and uh, it was a great episode. And uh, yeah, I mean, I was in Manhattan on 9-11 and, you know, I'm, I'm open to what, what people have said about that. Um, I know like, I don't even want to get into like the separate, we, we would talk for hours. Um, we could, we need to have a part because I want yeah. to get that to the, the grand jury and worked on it for 10 years. Yeah. And, um, and you know, that is to grand jury with like 56 pieces of evidence, 56, 58 pieces of evidence. Yes. Um, but yes, um, you and I could probably have some deep discussions about, <laughs> um, different aspects of our, um, government and what is going on, you know, in this world, you know, I'm not all about gloom and yeah, all that. I really, I try not to ever stop a show doing that because people are like, what did she just say? Are we really that bad in trouble? And, and so really it starts with the small thing. Yeah. If it's just, you learn one way to, you know, go read your constitution, go read your bill of rights yep. and reach out to lawful America. We have rooms, we have classes, we have tons of people that are willing to help. We teach, but it's really just one thing that you can do a day to make a difference in this world. Yeah. And right now, check on your neighbors, check on your family, check on, you know, see what you can do. Yeah. And that if we all start making those little changes, those little changes become big things when we're all doing it at the same time. And, um, 
you know, if anything, stop the hate. And I see it on Facebook about, you know, Democrat, Republican, all that. Right. Neither one's working for you. <laughs> and so and neither one is. And so, hey, why don't we do what we all should be doing, become we the people? And it wouldn't matter who's in office, because if we the people are in control, guess what? They're going to do what they're supposed to be doing. Right. And until we do that, doesn't matter who you elect, you're going to continue to be violated. Yeah. Because we the people are not standing up for our, our guarantees. Awesome. So so people can go to lawfulamerica.com or .org? Is it a... Dot .com. Okay. And www.lawfulamerica.com. Okay. And we, um, you mentioned Australia. We actually have Lawful Australia and oh. Lawful um, Ireland and Lawful Canada. Wow. And um, we just launched LawfulPlanet.com. And that's got a page up where you can contact us. We'll be putting more information, educational videos, and where that is going as well. Um, but in the next two or three weeks, you'll see us making um, some major changes with Lawful America with education yeah. and um, how we'll be empowering the people. And we're really excited about and that. And I'll let you know um, that link when we have it. And yeah. um, I appreciate it. Wow. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Um, yeah. I could, I could probably talk to you for another 40 minutes, but this was, this was awesome. <laughs> and um, yeah, we'll touch base. Um, I guess if I do get a gig in Arkansas, I'll let you know, but I don't know if we're supposed to meet at that time. Uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to keep my distance. Well, but... you know, I can always come in a wig and just um, say, Hey, look for the blonde. I have <laughs> to the girl on the blonde. I have to be Steve from Minecraft at an upcoming virtual party. So I can just bring you that costume so you could be a Minecraft character. That would be perfect. Yeah. Perfect. And okay. you can just say, you know, I've got a fan who loves Minecraft who yeah. wanted to see my show. And, That's, you know, just, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. What, yeah. Okay. You know, I've come up with some really creative ideas to see people. Really creative ideas. And um, I have a lot of wigs and things that I never thought I would do. And I do when I really want to go out and... Is your, world. is your phone not on you when you meet people then? Um, normally not. Okay. Um, um, that or you can put it in a chip bag, you know, right. but, um, but let me tell you, I one time took my phone completely apart. Right. I was on me and I got off course, my security team. Yeah. And I learned there was a Senator in front of me Yeah. and I wanted to know where that Senator was going. And so I took my phone apart and told someone I was with, go follow that senator. And so my security team did not like that I was off track and I ended up getting off track about two hours. Okay. And now remember, my phone is completely apart. Yes. And all of a sudden, I had a drone drop right in front of me. Oof. A military drone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was my security team. They were not happy with me when I got back, saying, we've had the whole world out looking for you. Um, So, you know, it's kind of interesting when those things happen. Um, But then you kind of realize that eh, they don't like you taking your phone apart, especially if you get off track of the um, where you're at and all that. But, you know, one day um, I may have time to write a book about, you know, all my fun experiences yes you know I've, I've been in a hotel with 
them trying to kill me and Jeez. Motel 6 in Arkansas and the bathroom. That was a really nice oh, time. I mean, this has been a life adventure, but I leave this earth until my creator tells me that I'm leaving. Yeah. And, um, and when my work is done, it's done. And that's when I get to go home. Nice. And, um, and so I don't worry about any of that. I really don't have a fear. I've had, <laughs> I've just had some amazing stories that I could tell you off, off this interview and, and send you a video and you'd be like, wow, wow. Okay. That girl has definitely got some protection over her, some spiritual protection. Um, but you know, it's, it's worth the fight. Yep. It's worth the fight. And um, when I leave, I promise you, I have no regrets, cool. none whatsoever. And um, and what I just tell people is when I leave, pick up the torch, make it brighter, make it better, and continue my work. Well, okay. I'll, I shall. Um, Thank you. Great. Great, Michelle. Um I'll let, you, I'll let you get back to, to Arkansas life and um, yeah, let's, let's resolve what needs to be resolved. That's right. Okay. Thank you so much. And I appreciate it. You got it. Have a good night. All right. I wanted to give that to you guys uninterrupted. Um, if you did like this talk and if you do like what I'm doing, please go to patreoncom slash funny Evan to support. Um, that's how, uh, I keep this podcast going. Um, and please go to social media like the podcast at Awkward with Evan on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course, five star reviews on iTunes are the best. Um, so having said all that, you know, we'll see where this podcast takes us next. I know I'm, I'm interviewing all these Facebook friends and the platform gets more and more compromised, which is unfortunate. I don't know if this is going to be, I'm going to interview my MeWe friends as this continues, but, uh, I'll keep connecting and I'll keep reconnecting and, uh, I'll keep staying awkward. So I'll see you guys. Bye. Thanks for listening. Go to awkwardwithevan.com to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Now for Evan's mom to pick out his clothes for tomorrow. See you next time on Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. 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 Wexel.